All right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the AM show hosted on Alpha Mint by uh, yours truly, Clout Cobain. And I'm joined with me, who is doing his final show today. He's retired after he invested $14 into Shiba last year and now is a multi-billionaire, Mr. Free Market Capitalist. Doing the show from my yacht. The yacht headed to the private island, yes. Um, I think that's actually a, a great place to start the show. Uh, we'll get the DeFi spiel out of the way and we'll start talking about that. And then we'll move on to the actual important NFT stuff. But yeah, uh, what what a ridiculous day yesterday um, in, in DeFi for the, the Shiba coin. Um, there, there, I don't even know what it went up yesterday, but it was, you know, in the last, I think month or two months or something it's up something stupid like five million percent uh and then there was a tweet floating around that somebody had bought eight thousand dollars worth of ship coin last august so in 2020 and that is now still sitting in the wallet worth uh, 5.6 billion dollars which <laughs> may be the greatest trade of all time i i don't know i don't even know if you can yeah. pull that much out without <laughs> collapsing the market a lot of people, there's a few trades that people talk about, whether it's Soros breaking the pound uh, back in the 80s or whether it's uh, B- Burry's big short on subprime. You know, there's a lot of uh, things people talk about, but that is the best trade I've ever heard of in my life. I know some people did pretty well on Facebook, turning a million dollars into that many billions, but there's nothing that compares to that. Look, this is why people keep coming back to crypto. Every cycle, there's a turn $100 into a million story. Uh, last cycle, it was Safe Moon. This cycle, it's SHIB. And I just think that, you know, there is no other area in finance where you can get disproportionate returns like this. So, yeah, it's it's pretty wild that this stuff happens. The the returns on it are crazy. And talk about diamond hands, because, you know, how 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 are you able to hold that much ship um it's it's i think DeFi is obviously where all the money rotated back into shit coins every cycle DeFi has a couple weeks or a couple months where it's like yep this is it it's gonna happen but so far it's been lucy with the football uh it's a concept that's ahead of its time it's one i believe in but i don't know if now is it we will see but that's where all the money and volume is right now in the shit coins uh, led by SHIB. There was uh, there was some interesting discussion in the DGEN Dojo this morning about that and whether or not it's good for the space, bad for the space. Uh, does it look ridiculous? Are too many people going to get burned on the way up? Um, my personal take on it is, you know, I've, I've been in the, the crypto space since the uh, summer of 2017, and I have just seen this happen so many times and not once has it ever been the end of crypto. I don't think that it really matters. I think that there's some people that are going to get fabulously wealthy off it. I think that there's some people that are going to enter the space uh, because they get sucked up into that vortex of, of madness. And, and then some people are going to run away from it and some people are going to kind of stick with it long term. So is it insane? Is it madness? Do people get burned? Yeah, absolutely. But I do think in the, in the long term sense, it's, it's good. I'm not sure what your take is on it. I, lo- I I literally think it's it's what's good about crypto and forget SHIB. You know, it's done, it's over, move on. Every cycle, the SHIB or the safe moon is like stronger each time. I remember last cycle, somebody turned 10 grand into 80 million on safe moon. And it was one of the greatest trades anybody had ever seen, blah, blah, blah. SHIB was, you know, 10, uh, 100 times that. And next cycle, I'm sure there's going to be one too. So... You know, they were talking about SHIB a lot in February, March, April. It was there. The play was available to everyone. And I honestly think this is what's good for crypto. When that when a normie hears that he can turn $100 into a million, that's when he comes on and spends 10000 on NFTs. So that's, yeah, uh, and, you know, oddly, oddly enough, the, um, you know, the odds of it are probably better than just throwing 20 bucks into the lottery every week too, right? Much better than the lottery. doesn't mean that it's a positive EV bet over your lifetime because you only live a hundred years. But I think that, um, you know, look, we've all been in crypto for four years. None of us hit the safe moon or the ship yet. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but it's, uh, again, I, you know, while these things tend to break 
the current cycle they're in, and I'll predict it. I do think SHIB is going to end the current shitcoin run. I don't know if it's today, tomorrow, next week, whatever. But SafeMoon kind of ended the last one. It's just that once all the speculative money flows into one asset, there's only one thing that can happen. <laughs> and I think that's going to happen again this cycle. So maybe we should already start looking for the next SHIB. Uh, because I think SHIB is going to probably crash shit coins for a bit. Money will rotate back into NFTs. It has nowhere else to go. Spot's going to be stuck for a while digesting the fact that it's either at a double top or about to break out to new all-time highs. Uh, we're in kind of a waiting period. And this is what happens. I think shit coins tend to perform when spot pauses after a big rally up. And that's what we're seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, uh, we we won't have to talk about any more of that. I'm sure there will be more rallies on other shit coins or even sh ship just keeps going. But, uh, you know, let's let's get back into the NFT world where um, we, we spoke a lot about BearX yesterday, the drama that kind of surrounded that there was another uh, hack that happened simultaneous to that, that I don't think we were overly aware of just because I don't think it was something that Alpha Mint was really in on, but it was the um, uh, divine Oh shoot! If somebody can type that into general chat, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the name, but it was somewhere in the the vicinity of 270 ETH also got stolen in a similar type hack, um, and you know it it did kind of eclipse the barracks. Yeah, divine anarchy. That's what it was. Thank you, Merlo. Um, that was a pretty big one too. So uh, looking into that, uh, you know they they had. 3,200 fraudulent NFTs minted at 0 0.09. Um, but again, it was one of those send transaction uh, to the hacker's address kind of scams where they swapped out the project's official link. Uh, so, you know, this is this is something that is, is, is a tough look for the space. It's a tough look for people that are, are, you know, participating in it because at the end of the day, it is the the community that's getting burned on this. Um, and, you know, we really have to work on some awareness of, of what to look for. Uh, I got to preview a video that DripCult is doing for Alpha Mint on uh, some of the scams to watch for and, and ways to look for it, which I think is going to be so important. So when that when that comes out, make sure that everyone shares that, too, because we're all in this together. And the, the more that scams are prevalent, the more it kind of just hurts everybody. Uh, but let's let's shift into Barracks, because that is just a, an absolute bananas situation <laughs> that just kind of keeps blowing my mind the more and more i read about it the more and more i look at it yeah they wish it was a banana situation because they'd be like conks but it's worse than that it's uh it we talked about yesterday you know one thing they should not be doing is rewarding whitelist spots to people who are scammed because there were quite a few people yesterday who thought well point one you know, if I send the point one there, I'm sure this team is going to make up for it. And then I can get on the whitelist because everyone's been clamoring to get on that whitelist. And of course, that's what they went and did the next day. So they're reinforcing that these scams are good for the scammer and the people in the discord when in reality, it's quite the opposite. Uh, it's really a bad look for the community. It, all Bear X should have done is refund people their ETH and try to pull the project back together. Uh, and they just seem to be doing everything wrong, uh, only concerned about themselves. They seem to have increased the mint price by a huge amount, which not only covers the people who were uh, scammed, but it also puts a little extra money in their pocket. So no, they're not paying people back. You're paying people back uh, by yeah, paying a higher mint it. price. That's a great point. Uh, you know, at, at a certain point, maybe they should have just stayed on course and said, we're going to just make everybody whole that got, you know, got scammed. There's a, a lot of uh, murky waters in this situation, too, because, you know, the, they don't seem to be too concerned about what happened with the Skiozo mod, which seems to be the center point of where all the, the hacking and the fraudulent activity happened. Um, they as we said yesterday, like the Twitter was compromised and they were on their discord just having an AMA like, Oh yeah, we're still good to go. Meanwhile, like the hacker is still receiving money from um, the Twitter posts that they were doing. Uh, and, and, you know, now they're, they've decided to start banning people from the discord and blocking people on Twitter for insinuating that there's any kind of FUD surrounding this project. 
you know, and, and those questions deserve to be answered, quite frankly. Uh, and I also realized that, or I also noticed that they're adding 75 additional white lot, white list spots to uh, people who are great community members. And those are basically just going to people that are tweeting out positives about the project. Uh, I saw a lot on Twitter that was just basically, you know, oh, what a great team and, and bouncing back from this and, you know, doing all the right things. I, I you know, if anybody is still bullish on this, like, I, you know, at your own caution or yeah, at your own caution. But like, I, I just can't wrap my head around how this is, uh, there, there's still such a cult following towards this. Um, they posted on Twitter, like, you know, our, our Twitter is now back in control. Uh, and if you want to verify this, please go to our discord and verify that it is actually our Twitter. So they're saying, you know, please trust us that our Twitter is, is back in our, our, our grasp and we're tweeting real links now by going to the discord that we promise still isn't hacked too. Yeah. And I think as we could see with creature toads, while the hack itself was bad, it wasn't the death knell. The death knell, at least what I think should be for bear X is that they kind of invited this with completely amateurish moves from the moment they opened this discord. So I don't think, you know, Sure, maybe the hack is not directly their fault, but even after they've been pointed out like all the reasons why this was why this could happen, it was just like, oh, it was bad luck for us. We feel so bad, but there's nothing we could do. Just not a great look. Yeah, it's it's tough. So I mean, again, I I really do hope that the legitimate victims involved are compensated and made whole, but I definitely don't want to see it rewarded. And I mean, at this point. Uh, I could care less if Barrex is uh, a success or not. Even if I was whitelisted, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch it at all. Like I just, I would stay away. It, you know, there's maybe there's profit to be made. Maybe you can make a quick flip. Maybe that this this is so much uh, exposure to their project that, that it somehow becomes worth a lot. I just <laughs> wouldn't want to be involved in it in any way, shape, or form. And I'm not going to be. Say whatever you want about me. Just spell my name right. P. T. Barnum. <laughs> Um, another fun thing that I kind of, well, not fun for the seller, uh, but I can relate to it. Um, maybe not on this level, but there was a, a fat finger listing of a board ape yesterday. It, and it immediately sold for 1.3 ETH, uh, which <laughs> might've been the fine of the century, uh, or it was just deliberate tax loss harvesting who knows, but, uh, I, I, looking into it, it did look like it was actually listed at that price. And it did not look like it was listed to a specific person. So, uh, what were they trying to list that? yeah, you know what? I was, I, I was staring. Yeah, I was staring at the um, the keypad, the number pad, for a while, trying to figure out how you could like press those buttons by accident, especially when you're dealing with an NFT that's worth you know hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, I don't know the answer to that, so you know maybe some some interesting takes will come out of that, but. Uh, yeah, painful yeah. nonetheless, and a huge win for whoever managed to scoop that one up. Yeah, I, I, there's been a few fat fingers recently. I forgot another one, but someone lets, uh, I think, a, a Gal galactic ape go for 0 .08 or something the other day. And it's, uh, yeah, re be really careful. Double check. There's no hurry. There's no hurry. I think the industry at large maybe needs to move away from the first come, first serve model just because. It's so easy to screw yourself by doing things quickly and not thinking. Yeah, hundred percent. And I was I was thinking about that yesterday too. About you know how does this space evolve as more and more uh, casual people enter the space? Uh, you know, the VV is doing a Disney NFT drop. Uh, obviously, they own the IP to Marvel, and Pokemon is somehow associated with it too. And it's going to attract a lot of people that don't understand the the, the decentralized concepts of this. You know, like you can't, there, there's no insurance to back it. There's no bank that you can call and say, hey, I accidentally wired this random account this money and like I need it back. Like once you click that button and it goes through, it's done. <laughs> I remember the first $700 I sent to somebody I don't know. Good day for them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we were we were talking about a fat fingered weth offer that yeah. I had made earlier yeah. too, and it was you know a casual thirty five hundred dollars that just um, somebody uh, got to accept. 
Here's something to make the audience feel better. I fat fingered an artifact NFT a month and a half ago that's now worth 13 ETH for 1.3. So everyone can uh, think about that today and feel better about their own choice. Uh, yeah. I mean, at, at the end of every losing action, there is a huge winner. So I hope that <laughs> you, you made somebody's day that day, month or year for sure. I hope they were very poor. That's all I can <laughs> That's all I can hope for, and now they're very rich. It was just, it was fucking beanie. <laughs> uh, other than that, like, again, pretty quiet, quiet day. DeFi is kind of sucking the liquidity out of the market. Uh, it's made gas just atrocious for basically 24 hours straight, which is one of the pitfalls of DeFi being, you know, done through all of the swaps. I, you know, right now I'm looking at it and casually it's just uh, 280 way. And I don't think anything in particular is going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm seeing 141 now, but I think it's really just uh, DeFi. You know, uh, that that tends to be where more normies enter the space initially. And I think it's really just DeFi right now uh, causing gas to spike. There hasn't been any big mints over the last few days. So, yeah, my apologies. <laughs> I was looking at the EIP uh, 1559. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 138 right now. Sounds good. About half what it's been. So uh, there are quite a few whitelists that have opened up over the last day or two that I know Alpha Mint members are heavy in. Maybe we should take a look at some of those. Yeah, I think that's a great spot to kind of move into right now. There does seem to be a bunch of projects that are making me feel bullish about minting again. Uh, you know, the lull for the last two weeks was, it felt like two years. But of course, you know, I think we're, we're on the uptick of it. So, um, you know, one that I saw that you jumped into pretty quickly was the Draca project. Do you want to give us a quick outline on that one? Sure. I saw this drop like almost the moment the Discord went live. Someone dropped it in the Orc uh, Alpha channel. You know, the Orc Alpha and the Kaiju Alpha channel are pretty good. If you own either of those NFTs, verify and hop in those. But, you know, it was there were only 400 people in. Uh, it's medieval pixel art. And there were already a bunch of Kaijus and Orcs in there, which I thought was a good sign. It There's not a lot of info on the project. I think they grew to 921 people overnight. But it's going to be a very, very low mint. There's only going to be 999 NFTs, of which they're going to put 600 on the whitelist. This sounds very much like Orcs. Orcs was originally 1,550. There were 600 people on the whitelist that were each going to get two. Um, and uh, then they were going to do a public sale for 300, which was eventually nixed as the gas war would have just been you know, insane. Uh, so maybe if Draka gets popular, it will go in that direction. But art looks fun and you're super early. There's only 921 people in there. So if you get in there now, they haven't given any whitelist details with the exception of raffles. So they have a giveaway channel. You go in, you click the emoji. I think 82 people entered yesterday. So one in 82 shot to get on the whitelist, obviously uh, a long shot, but I'm sure they will be announcing parameters for the whitelist coming up uh but go check out that project the link is in invite spam uh so go check it out yeah i i have to agree with you when you're giving away uh or sorry when you're doing a 999 nft drop and you're willing to whitelist 600 people if there's any kind of hype around it i gotta believe that they'll just cap that up at 999 and mint out uh, yeah. going back to what you mentioned about getting away from like a, a time time is of the essence scenario you know, I, I think that we'll continue to see just full whitelist uh, drops be more of yep. the norm. And, uh, you know, you'll see less people burned because of it. Uh, yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, go, go. No, I was just going to say that I think it's uh, but I do think it's smart that they they start this way initially. I think it helps build hype. The idea that there is going to be this very small public sale. We're going to put 600 on the whitelist. Let's see how it grows. They're not being disingenuous. But it opens themselves up to a pivot uh, when the hype gets big, if necessary. So that's it. Definitely. Uh, one that popped up yesterday again was uh, the AAA or Angry Ape Army. Uh, first, my first thought was just like, oh, another ape gorilla project. Um, but, you know, upon further inspection, looking at it, I actually like this project. I think there's a lot of upside to it. 
I personally think the art's great. Uh, it, and the artist is actually, um, his name is uh, John. Shit. Sorry, I pulled the show notes down. Um, his name is John Park, and he's actually uh, a concept artist for a lot of like AAA IP in the movie industry. Like he did a lot of the uh, like Maze Runner concepts and stuff like that. You know uh, who he did too, Planet of the Apes. But yeah, Planet of the Apes, uh, and you know he actually has a, a pretty well-established Twitter following of about twenty thousand people already, and it it was opened up well before uh, this project ever you know saw the light of day. That to me is a pretty encouraging sign that these people existed <laughs> before the the project existed. So you know they were around, sharing stuff, interacting with people real people involved in it and he has confirmed on that twitter that he is a part of it he even has this profile picture as one of them but i would go check that out they do look pretty clean um there is uh, uh some lore and whatnot behind it it does look like there's um there's going to be two waves of the drop the first drop is happening in november and it's going to be about three hundred three uh, thousand three hundred and thirty three nfts dropped the whitelist details are still a little bit shaky, but there is going to be one and you're going to be able to mint two of them for that first drop. Uh, so we're going to post the link to the website and the open and the open sea and the Twitter. And that's another thing that I really like about this project. They've already claimed their open sea link. They've already posted officially their website. Uh, they have their Twitter up and running, even though that the drop is not going to be for a little bit. And, you know, now that I have written all of this stuff down in my own list, I can verify the fact that this has always been their official uh, official website, their official OpenSea, and I don't have to trust anything else after that. Security first. Uh, I don't know the whitelist parameters here, but I just went over to their announcements pages and a bunch of Alpha Mint members were added to the whitelist yesterday. Uh, Dylan Tropics uh, Music. Um, Scott Flying Kiwi is on there. I got whitelisted. Uh, it looks like they whitelisted a lot of AM members. So go check out the announcement page. If you haven't, you have 24 hours to send in your address. Yeah, and I mean like a, a shameless plug for the uh, DGen Dojo and the Moon Lounge for, for people that hold the Alpha Mint Pass. But uh, the fact that this project is, is, is looking really good, it has 1,300 members in the Discord, but you know so many of the people in the Alpha Mint Discord were in the first 100 or 200 to enter it. Uh, it just shows how quickly that information actually moves through, through there. And if you're present and paying attention, like just clicking those links can uh, honestly, I don't, I don't want to say get you some free money, but get you an opportunity to be part of a, a, some pretty good drops. Yeah, Alphamint's been all over the good whitelist recently. So DGEN Dojo is where it's at. Uh, really quickly, just finishing off the Angry Ape Army, uh, they do say on their Discord that the total supply will be uh, 10,000 and that the, the next drop is going to be in December after the initial 3K drop. Uh, some little red flags that I tend to look for is that on their website, that information isn't quite matching up, but I just think they did some shit math. Uh, on the website, it says the first 3,333 will drop in November, followed by the subsequent 7,777. Uh, I think that they just did some like quick, like, <laughs> this looks right kind of math. But if you add that up, obviously it's 11,000, uh, you know, 110. What Not was my first complaint? difference, but yeah, like, you know, little things like that are, are little red flags. So, you know, if you, if you want to see the negatives on it too. What was my first complaint ever about Barrex? Yeah, they, uh, they <laughs> fucked up the, the whitelist. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. You might be onto <laughs> something. The Never trust a project that is bad at math. I mean, that kind of makes right. sense. And these guys are British. It's maths for them. <laughs> they should be even better at it. So you're saying never trust the British? Of course. God bless America. No, I love you. <laughs> I love you, Charlie. I love you. He's not in here, and I, I don't think Good. he listens to the recording, so I think we're safe. <laughs> maths. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't put enough cockney on it. Maths. Another one that dropped yesterday was uh, the Orc Horde. Um, another Orc-based project seems to be uh, pretty popular. The big, the big kind of leading draw for them is that they're they're giving away two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of ETH. I have no idea what's going on in the background with you, but it's uh, very loud. 
It kind of sounds like one of those uh, a horror movie sounds when you know something something bad's about to happen, like the aliens are invading or something. Every two years in New York City, they have to check the bricks on your building to make sure they're not going to fall down and hit anyone on the head. I, I apologize. I will mute in between my segments. And you didn't inform them that you're doing a live show in front of uh, 17 people? Do you know when they start every morning? Exactly. <laughs> 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh going on mute. Go ahead. Talk. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and run through this one real quick. Uh but yeah, the Orc Horde looks pretty good. Their 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 big thing is that after the drop, they're gonna be giving away two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of ETH to one of the random minters. Kinda cool. Who knows if they actually stick to that or not? Because once they mint, they can do whatever the fuck they want with that money. Um, but I, again, a lot of Alpha Mint members are in there and engaging in the general chat. One of the things that I don't particularly like about uh whitelist um whitelisting is engagement ones so i think they want you to hit level seven on their discord which quite frankly is a lot of chatting fortunately right now the the discord isn't a shit show and you know you can chat without any kind of slow mode being involved uh so if you have any interest in it i would go in there and, and start clicking away and see if you can move up the ladder a little bit checking in on it though the the, the art is okay it's um it's a little repetitive when you're looking at, you know, a, a grid of maybe 10, 15 of them. They have different helmets, different kind of like earrings, weapons that they're holding and whatnot. But for the most part, they are a little bit repetitive. So I, I'm hoping to see as they drop some sneak peeks, a little bit more, um, a little bit more variance in the way that they look, maybe some more unique colors and whatnot. Because as we've talked about in the past, uh, people like the profile picture flex and people like the differentiation of those projects. And then, you know, going back to something like Mecca, where you can't really tell the difference between them unless you're you're looking quite closely at them. I, I, I'm not saying that that is the reason why Mecca didn't survive, but it definitely helps. Yeah, I, I think these are a little too detailed for profile pictures. They're not... Uh... The, the, the lines aren't bold enough. They don't pop. I mean, obviously the art is good, but you know, when you're talking about a two centimeter by two centimeter circle, there's some considerations you have to take into it. So, and I mean, maybe I'm just biased, but I, I like my orcs better. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, a, a great example of that also is the 2545 drop. Now they, you know, had their own issues upon drop. It took two weeks for that project to reveal, which basically just sucks the hype out of any project. Uh, especially after a mint that kind of didn't quite go as according to plan. Um, but, you know, I look at that and I think that the art is great. I love the style of it. It is very intricate. It is very detailed and very um, fun to look at as a picture. But when you start slapping them in that little little circle on Discord and on Twitter, uh, it's confusing and it just doesn't, doesn't do the trick. So uh, I, I do think that there is some merit to that. You know, like you said, too much detail, too much uh, intricacy in the artwork is, uh, at least in the profile picture sense, not great for, you know, like traditional art, like, um, you know, a Fidenza or a Beeple or something where people aren't really using them as their profile picture, uh, completely right. different. But we're, we're talking about completely different worlds from from that. Yeah, I mean, we're still firmly in the PFP trend, even though volume has fallen off. We're not really doing fine art right now as a market. So understanding what makes a good pfp will help you pick good projects yeah especially if they're being marketed as a pfp yeah you know yeah like look the, to be the, fa to be fair going. orcs don't make a great pfp uh the, the current orcs the little the ones that we have now they don't make the best pfps either so that's a hindrance you know what, though, like i'm looking at uh illidan's and bailey's and merlot's in there and uh I believe maybe the stage icons are a little bit bigger than the traditional ones, but you know, <laughs> even Braves has one too. They they look fine. I can definitely tell the difference between uh, the person that I'm interacting with based on it, rather than reading their name, right? Which I think is an important. Uh, important I'm wondering if it. Yeah, I'm wondering if it gets big if they'll do some sort of like VX version, like Kong's, which is a little more zoomed in on a detail face that maybe people can flex in their uh, PFPs instead of the. 8-bit version you use for the game. I look, I love them. I think they look great. It's just there. I think people who don't know orcs would have a hard time differentiating which orc is which. Fair. Uh, also, though, 
you know, one of the interesting things is that they kind of started off all looking the same. And as you leveled them up and yeah. acquired more gear, they did change. Uh, I think that's pretty interesting because there is a almost a time and energy and monetary commitment to doing that. And the person um, had to actually achieve these things to make their orc look different. And now there's, yeah. there's almost some kind of personalization on that NFT that, you know, they can stamp on their profile picture and have it you know, be associated with their, you know, their student name. They, they've previewed a few of the one-on-ones that we're going to see tonight, and they don't look like any of the orcs that are out there. So the gods will certainly How have is, you. How is this for a segue? <laughs> <laughs> so you've, yeah. been, you've been sweating. Your heart rate has been elevated for about uh, two weeks now as you look towards doing <laughs> the, the orc god that's happening today at, uh, I think it's 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's something that everybody that's listening and everybody in Alphamint should look out for. I know that you and uh, Scott are going to hop on to a call, hopefully around 7.30 Eastern. I'm going to try and be back into um, my apartment and at my computer to join in with you guys. But yeah, you are going for one of 12 Orc God spots and you're competing with uh, 20 people to, to to get that. And, you know, these are 20 well-funded, well-bodied, uh, capable nft years so yes best of luck and orc godspeed to you i used that joke yesterday and fuck it, I'm using <laughs> it again <laughs> yeah i i there are as far as we know from our recognizance and other discords about eight people who are going to use bots uh so we should just assume they're automatically getting their orc god and there's maybe four left for the other 12 to fight amongst there's 20 people still left going for orc gods um maybe later today i'm going to dig in and see how many of them have the 600 zug maybe one or two of them are just people who didn't understand the game left themselves leveling too long but it's unlikely you know these are these tend to be sophisticated people spending thousands of dollars on a jpeg so i think all 20 will be going for it i as of now am not using anything like eden or uh anything special but maybe some people in alpha mint are going to coach me uh to use those later today i I've been in the game a while, and these things are relatively new phenomena. There was no such thing as an NFT trader, really, until a few months ago. Not that people didn't trade them, but they were much longer holds. I mean, it's just an insanely short holding period now. So we'll see. Um, there's, you know, there's going to likely be a gas war, and given that gas is just already elevated, uh, God knows what it's going to cost. But these will be 12 one-of-ones of the first RPG game ever put on the Ethereum chain, fully on chain. Uh, I would suspect even if the game fails in 10 years, these will have some sort of historic significance. And getting one of those 101s could really be a Guelph play uh, if you can do it. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, I wish you the best of luck. I'm hoping to be there with you um, to hear your your tears of either joy or sorrow. Um, <laughs> but you know what? It's one of those, I think that you're right for swinging for the fences on it. I think the asymmetric upside of this gamble, especially because, you know, if you remove bots from the equation, you have a 12 and 20 shot at a very, very big uh, payday or a very, very big flex. You know, if this doesn't sound like it's going to be a quick flip for you either. Right. Right. No, not at all. I mean, you know, orc prices are depressed along with the rest of the market. They haven't announced the next phases of the game. So I don't expect these things to come out of the gate worth 20 E. Not that I would take 20 E for it anyway, but uh, yeah, I would intend to hold it for a while just because I believe even if the game doesn't succeed, the historic significance of the project will help these NFTs do well long term. So this is a great way to test free markets diamond hands. If anybody, <laughs> if, if he does end up getting the uh, one of the 12 orc gods and you have a spare 20 ETH you want to offer on it, I would love to see. I would love to see. You don't even happen. know. You don't even know the offers I turn down on a daily basis. And I'm, eating, <laughs> and I'm eating tuna out of a can right now. Like if you understood my commitment to this fucking industry you would you'd cry you'd be shocked you'd be like go sell these things now you fucking moron and pay your rent just yeah make sure you <laughs> your wi-fi connection in the cardboard box that you're in, it's so strong that's it, that's all that has to work that's all that has to work let's get to the finish line i'm not sure if i am uh impressed or horrified <laughs> 
yeah. Okay. So let's um, let's start to wrap this up. If there's anything else that you want to really quickly talk about, uh, the only things else left that I had to talk about was just that um, anybody involved in the Little Lemons and the Legend Maps discords, as well as the Fish Tanks, um, they did uh, announce, or sorry, I guess solidify their whitelist. So if you were in there and on their whitelist, you do need to go give them your public address. Um, and and I think I think each one of them has about 24 hours to do so to claim your spot. So if that is something that you didn't catch this morning, go check it out. Um, and if it's something that you're not a part of, I would go check them out anyways. Maybe some extra spots will open up and you'll be able to snag one. Yeah, the only one that is now closed to the public is Fish Tank. They have locked the Discord at 5,555 people. All the overage is in like a public room and you don't have access to the rest of the Discord. But the other ones are still letting people in. In fact, Little Lemon Friends still has 130 spots left on the whitelist. So, uh, yeah, go check them out. Look out. Um, okay, great. Awesome. We are going to open it up to the uh, open mic session. I see we already have a hand up in, in this. So we're going to invite Illidan up onto the stage and, you know, we can say hello. I also just want to point out that we did cap out at about 20 listeners at one point. So I am expecting the Kaiju to show up in my wallet at some point. I don't know if you remember having this conversation, but it definitely happened. I just sold it to fund my orc god. <laughs> Damn. No, you actually didn't, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, honestly, though, I'm you not sell to, I, anything. I don't, but that's why I'm in a fucked up position right now. I don't know if I have enough ETH to go for it tonight so i may have to accept a weth offer that's going to make me just you know die on the inside and i really don't want to yeah, i think you have enough time to start uh undercutting some floors and, and pick up I, a solid offer oh god the thi- ugh, the, thi- <laughs> the things i own are not floors god damn it and the only way they're gonna oh, move is I if see. i put them at the floor yeah. like that's the issue i own rare air- art blocks but you know how long it could take to find the right buyer for those, right? So I, I either floor something that's rare or uh, whatever. Well, Don't mind bank- me. Don't <laughs> mind me. I was going to say the banks are open. There might still be time for a loan, but I, I actually don't want to say that with any kind of seriousness and give anyone any <laughs> ideas. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll see. I, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, yeah, Illidan, what's going on? Um. Uh, can you guys hear me? It won't let me fucking hit the accept button. We can hear you, and honestly, you just had maybe the greatest intro sound uh, that ever could have happened. <laughs> right. Like, fucking- <laughs> right, okay, cool. Sorry, my, my hair's been up for fucking a while. Um, I think I put it up when you put up the Bored Apes. I, uh, I had a look through uh, the listings, and actually, like two hours after that 1.3 sale, someone accepted a weath offer for 0.007 ETH. Fucking thirty dollars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I looked at that oh, and went, "What? The, what the hell? So that does not it, make any was sense." Was it actually a weth offer, or was it one yeah. of those um, like you? It was. It was. It was weath. No, no, no. It was. It was. Uh, it was weath. It. Uh, it shows it, and also OpenSea's now changed their thing, so it like shows you in USD next to whatever fucking currency you put down <laughs> to yeah. stop people from doing that. And the guy that bought it for fucking thirty bucks has now relisted it for thirty nine ETH. So that's a, a real big. Nice I gotta um, say, wow. I, I do. I know uh, Rajesh was uh, posting in there. I, I gotta kind of a, agree that this is this might just be like egregious tax loss harvesting. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I'd, I'd really like to be the recipient of that uh, tax law harvesting. That <laughs> <But> fuck me. <laughs> Buy that thing for thirty bucks. <laughs> well, no, like I, I actually just think that this is another undoxed account that they have, um, right? And they're just buying it from themselves to hold, right? I. I I, I got to believe that that's it. And if you're sitting on something worth that much, like you can't just be that careful. Uh, or yeah, that I mean, sorry. I mean, you know, I mean, like open, the open CUI is a little buggy sometimes as well. Like I've had times where I type in the right thing, but open C moves it back or forward by decimal. And I've gone, what the fuck and, and gone back and, uh, and redone it. Um, so I, I think that, uh, that does contribute, but I mean, again, you just got to pay attention. Uh, I'm but accepting a weep offer that that's low. Yeah, it is something that doesn't make sense because there were a bunch of other offers like you know way higher than that. Uh, but there were two other things I wanted to ask or, or mention while um, I'm on here. Uh, for the orc horde, 
has anyone figured out how they're saying they are meant to be loot and n compatible? Um, I asked it a couple of times in the Discord, and no one seems to have any answers on how that is supposed to apparently be n or loot compatible. Uh, wow, I hadn't even heard that. That's actually pretty interesting. I had wondered if they were going to collaborate with any other of the D&D type uh, games or whatever, but I didn't hear that. I'm going to go look that up. Yeah, it's yeah, it's on their uh, it's on their Twitter. It's in the um it's on the bio or description thingy. It has a bunch of <laughs> stuff and like I've asked a couple of questions, nobody seems to answer. Um the, <laughs> the other one thing that makes me feel like it's a little bit spammy is, you know, sure the level's high, whatever. It's a bit of a pain in the ass, but 50 invites to get onto whitelist seems like aids for for what? For the or, or Orcord, if you go in there oh, announce the, the whitelist, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? On Orcord, it what? says, it, yeah, it says to get on the whitelist, you need fifty invites to get on. <laughs> I don't think the I've ever heard. I've, yeah, I've never heard. Of yeah, one I mean, I don't know where are you seeing that because there's nothing in their announcements. Hang uh, on a second, let me uh, find it. How to invite? No, where's the, there was there was one over here somewhere. Hang on a second, let me uh, find it. I'm just wondering uh, if like getting two fifty. Here we go. It's 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 under VIP dash whitelist dash FAQ. Um, and I, I can read it out for you guys if you want. Oh, I'm okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it says you know level ten on the server point number one. Um. Oh, now they've changed it. Now this this says invite ten level five plus invite ten people. I looked at this when I first joined, and it said fifty, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that's so uh, it's not it, sound. It good. looks <laughs> like it's a, an or situation, not and. Like you can reach level ten, and you'll get a whitelist, or yeah. you can invite twenty, or maybe it was fifty at the time yeah. people, or there's like a combo one. Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, fifty is is fucking aggressive, and I I think that I don't like any of those, but I, I don't begrudge projects for trying out different things, especially because, yeah. uh, as we've seen with many of these projects, if <laughs> you can't make everybody happy, most people that don't get on a whitelist get pissed off for some reason or another and and start to trash the project. Uh, you know, I, I think it was uh, Shubang was talking about it the other day or yesterday uh, about just like. Just don't tell anybody the requirements. Make the requirements silent. Yeah. But obvious. That's, I mean, that's, that's and then at the end, you can, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can you can prove that's that, hey, this it. person actually did reach level five first. They got a whitelist spot. This person invited 20 people. They got a whitelist spot. The second that yeah. you start listing them out and it becomes this like kind of arms race as to who has the most, you know, alternate Discord accounts or who can yep. sit in the, the chat longest and, and spam. Because let's be honest, the yeah. conversation is not exactly... Uh, deep or intelligent in there good morning let's fucking go good yeah, morning yeah. let's fucking go. <laughs> lfg you know what actually i asked yeah. somebody in there like how did you hear this uh how, how did you hear about this project and somebody was like a fd and i was like what the fuck is an fd and then they're like an fd of mine and i was like what the hell is that and they're like financial else, demon somebody else responded with friend and i was like oh my god we're just like we're we're yeah. We're condensing right. words by like seven <laughs> seven letters. Yeah. Now. Fuck, it's so um, it's so low effort. And mm. uh, there was one more project that I wanted to mention, which I, I actually found it because of because uh, of Ultimate. I think uh, Kiwi mentioned it like a month ago, maybe. Um, which was the the non fungible fungi. Uh, they have also announced their um, well semi-whitelist because uh if you tried to buy one of the genesis um, mushrooms or you were around then they put out a poap and if you got the poap the poap was effectively the whitelist and uh they are now i think they're minting in like a week or two weeks something like that um so if you got the poap uh make sure that your address is on the whitelist um and then for everything that's not whitelisted they're doing a dutch auction from 2.1 ETH down to 0.08 and uh, if you got the whitelist, it's point oh eight. So that seems like a pretty good bet potentially. Uh, a month to me just seems like such a, a crazy amount of time at this point. But yeah, I do remember that project popping up. I think I was in the Discord yeah. at some point, and I, I don't know why I left it. Uh, probably just just annoyed at the four ETH uh, Dutch auction they did for the hundred Genesis. I was, I was pissed off. I was ready to gas wall the hell out of that, and they, they went for it, and I went, nope. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's insane. 
I mean, it was a good flip. If you bought it for a flip, like one of my mates um, fucking decided, you know what, I'm going to flip this. He bought it for four and flipped it for like eight and a half minutes later. That's unreal. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going to have to check out that uh, that project again because yeah. clearly if people are splashing around that kind of Ethereum or Ether on it. Yeah, uh, the, the, yeah the Genesis ones are still holding like 10 or 12 ETH or something like that. Um, wow. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming a bunch of people in here got the uh, got the PO app for that because they would have heard about it from um, from the channel. So I figured I'd mention that as well. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I like I love anything with the Genesis project too. Like I, I really like those yeah. projects that have you know a really small drop that's associated with it. Uh, Galactic Apes was one of those. Um, the art, at least uh, you know, Wes is obviously amazing, but the art to look at is is amazing, and you know, I think it's a little bit of a, a proof of proof of concept too where they start to throw out a couple of these things see what sticks and you know because they're so scarce if there's any kind of hype around them the floor does go up pretty high and now you have a kind of a built-in audience for for a bigger drop yeah yeah i mean they did look pretty cool as well um but uh but yeah i mean i think those are the three things i wanted to, to mention the four chords potential aids but um if anyone has any idea how they're meant to be compatible and um yeah mushrooms yeah i'm gonna keep i'm gonna bother them about because that's pretty interesting i think that loot yeah. i wanted to just say about loot as much as it's derided and hated the fact that it's holding two or three e here i really do think it's gonna have another moment you know yeah i don't think yeah, that that can hold that kind of floor without there being some kind of uh pretty convicted community behind it i just you know yeah. eventually everybody's going to be looking for I shouldn't say everybody, but people look for liquidity, and that's when the floor starts starts dropping down really fast. When when a project's volume kind of dies out, and the floor starts mm -hmm. to dump. Uh, and you know, like you said, the floor isn't everything. A lot of times, it's just a you know a handful of people that are looking to sell relatively quickly. But yeah, I, I think a sustained floor after the hype cycle is is a great sign for a project to have another day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and loot was a free mint, so can't knock people for taking it. If loot pumps, I will be happy because that means I can finally <laughs> sell my ends. Because ends, all, ends also did absolutely nothing for quite a while. I feel like an idiot not paper handing that when it hit three e in like what are three they days. Still holding, are they still they're, they're holding? They're like point one. They're no, mm -hmm. dude. Last I checked, they were mm -hmm. like point one four or point one five. Maybe it's gone up, but um, I, I decided to stop looking at it because it just made me. <laughs> Oh, I have. I was going to ask you about your cockering, but I forgot that that's loot, not loot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's all in my hidden folder now. I, think, I, I swear to God, I think my hidden folder has more items than my actual wallet now. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> just um, the Ninja Toads and uh, the Ninja Toads just made the hidden folder. That was a that really. Was a they one. look good though. See, at least they're they're good to look at. Yeah, you know yeah. what, but like maybe I'll unhide one of them, but like eight was a little <laughs> little spammy in my thing. So <laughs> you know what? Actually, like that's that's kind of a project that like I have absolutely no conviction in. But you know, with with all of the Coinbase uh, wallets coming online, maybe some super low floors like that will have its day. I really hope yeah. so. Yeah. I really really hope so. I mean, I it, it does make sense, right? Because I mean, somebody. Someone that's new coming into the um, NFT space is more likely to be, you know, especially coming on from Coinbase, is more likely to be spending like, you know, a couple of hundred bucks on a random NFT rather than a hundred grand out the gate. Um, so, yeah, I hope so. I hope that all the cheap uh, stuff starts pumping again, all the new noobs. Just yeah. think it's connected to gas. I mean, I don't think noobs are going to pay the same amount in gas that the nft costs so that i think exactly it just, what yeah. i was going to say is yeah. just that like that 0 0.01 floor especially with gas like consistently you know being upwards of 80 <laughs> way all the time yeah <laughs> right. i mean you're, you're almost tripling the cost of of the the nft and you're, right. you know, you're now you're 66 percent underwater to, to an investment that you have no idea if it'll moon or not um I guess if you were like really curious as to look into these things, I would start looking for maybe some bundles or even listing bundles to try and get rid of them. I would, you know, I, I would be much more inclined to buy a, a 0 0.01 floor in a, in a bundle of 10 if I, I really liked it. I thought there was some upside of it, but yeah, it's the gas is just so fucking steep. 
Yeah. And I, uh, I don't know if Illidan's talking, but you're you're kind of cut out. <laughs> oh no no no! So I just said true. No, that is true. That is true. No no, I just I can yeah. see your uh, thing. Gas is good, right? Gas gas is good. That means the next person won't undercut and sell for a you know massive loss. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, that's pretty much everything I have to say. Um, I need to clip your laugh and like use it as a laugh track when I make a stupid joke because like it's instantly like a banger. Yeah, thanks, yeah, man. we we need uh, we need buttons where we can press uh, sound effect buttons for sure. Yeah, I like just like the hip hop horn every time I come in. <laughs> Sham dude just received two hundred and sixty-two ETH in royalties to go spend on blue chips. So everyone go front run Kongs and Kaiju's right now. Oh, oh fuck yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah, love that project. <laughs> Don't need to talk about it today, but love that project. Uh, there you go. Uh, other breaking news: German inflation rises to a twenty-eight year high of four point five percent, just coming across the Bloomberg on the back of high energy prices. Shout out Ghost and Lucas. Oh yeah, we were we got to bring Ghost on again. We I think we talked about that today, and then they just completely ignored him. Well, we'll yeah, we'll, we... we'll book a spot sometime next week. And have a good <laughs> chat. Maybe we'll do an entire Ghost show. Ooh, uh, and fun. shout out! I don't know if you saw it, but you probably did that he got some more offers on or uh, uh, an auction started up on some more of his projects after we spoke about it. It definitely had nothing to do with Vincent Van Gogh <laughs> buying anything. It was obviously us. It's the alpha min reach. That's what it is. Yes, the, the long reaching tentacles of the AM Degen show. All right, guys, it is uh, it is ten o'clock, and I think that we'll probably cap it off there. Uh, once again, these shows are being recorded and putting up put up on Spotify. So if you weren't able to make it um, one morning, it it is up there to listen. We'll link it. Uh, we'll link it in the uh, general chat for you as well. Um, you know, if you if you want to kill an hour with us on your uh, ride home or something like that. It's not the worst listen in the world, but I can't say it's the best either. <laughs> that would be <laughs> uh, um, arrogant of me. <laughs> so I think I'll leave you with this and it won't be Island boys. I promise. Thank but you. orcs, <laughs> orcs are going to be on uh, a billboard in times square today for NFT New York city. I thought that was just a fun little, uh, fun little fact. So maybe we'll, I'll try to go get a picture of an orc in times square and, uh, is Posted it going to be everything. up at 8 p.m.? Like, is this just to, like, drive <laughs> some, some people and kind of turn the pool out a little bit? Uh, I hope not. No, I believe it's going to be during the day uh, when the NFT NYC events are running. So it'll be right outside the NASDAQ. Amazing. Take a picture yeah. and uh, and post it up. And we look Good forward stuff. to seeing that. <laughs> All right, guys, that's a wrap for the October 28th edition of the AM show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. We have a guest coming on the show very briefly to talk about their project and we'll ask them some questions. Uh, and uh, for anybody that is interested, it is that projects of or projects, Pirates of Arland project. Uh, so if you want to shoot us any questions you want us to ask the guy or maybe even bring you up on stage where we're, we're going to talk to him for a little bit and that'll be our first guest on the show so thanks so much for tuning in and we'll uh, we'll catch you tomorrow good luck out there guys good luck <laughs>